You're looking great, Baba. Thank you so very much. Baba, why is how does it how is it that the music just follows you? You hear his music all of a sudden. <laughs> Granny Rose, this is Baba. Hello. Hello. Very nice to meet you. Thank you. And I know all these other people here. Hello, Philip. Hey, man. And Judy. Hello. Can I have a seat, please? Um, yeah, I think we've, yeah, we've got an open seat right uh, here for you. Hello. You're forgetting somebody again. Oh, sorry, Anthony. We, we forgot, forgot about you again. again. Oh, poor Anthony. Yeah, poor me. Well, I brought the samosas. The what? The samosas you asked me to bring. Oh, you mean s'mores. What is this s'more? You know, the graham crackers and chocolate and marshmallow. Baba, we asked you to bring s'mores. It's the American tradition. I thought, I thought you said samosa. <laughs> Why would we say samosa? Uh, what, what is a samosa? It is a stuffed pastry. And it's a very popular snack in India. Mm. Well, we're in the United States. Yeah, and we're we in a said Ameri- American tradition. It is a, it's generally fried or even baked, triangular uh, pastry shell with a very savory filling inside, including potatoes, onions, peas, coriander, Hmm. and lentils. Now you're just getting me hungry. You are always hungry. Well, that doesn't, well, it sounds good, but it's not campfire-ish. What are you talking about? We can still eat them, you know. Interesting to try. The samosa. I brought. I brought some information about the samosa because I knew you would be asking me about it. It has traveled to India along ancient trade routes from Central Asia. These small triangles are easy to make around the campfire. Hmm. They were. They were. They were eaten around the campfire during night halts and then conveniently packed into saddlebags as snacks for the next day's journey. Well, you just stick them on a on a stick and just fry them that way. Heat them up. Yes, you could do that. Well, we've got some uh, sticks over here because we were planning on roasting marshmallows. Well, it's a good thing I brought ingredients for the s'mores, so we're not going to be totally without them since Baba let us down. Hey, what are you talking about? <laughs> He's just trying to help. I have Baba news. If that's okay, do we have time for Baba news? Okay. Sure. Why don't you go ahead? Okay, I have, I have, I think I have three stories today. The first story is about a man who tried to immolate himself. What does that mean? It means to kill or sacrifice oneself by burning. Oh my. I guess maybe this is another ghost story from India. <laughs> I missed the ghost story. Yeah, they were pretty good. <laughs> okay, this is out of Rajasthan, where a man tried to immolate himself after being reportedly, I'm sorry, repeatedly bitten by rodents in his house, which thrived due to the alleged negligence of authorities, police said. Sabash Sadaria, but no, Budario, close who is a lawyer and former secretary of the local bar association, was hospitalized Sunday after being bitten by mice in his house. He returned home the next day after being discharged, but 
as soon as he entered his house, the mice attacked him again. Oh. <laughs> Badoria was hospitalized after his leg was severely bitten by the mice. Please. The injuries were so severe that there was a possibility of doctors cutting off his leg. Oh, my. But he recovered and returned home on Sunday when he was bitten yet again. Oh, my gosh. This is really an issue, isn't it? <laughs> he came out of his house on Sunday afternoon holding a can of inflammable substance. He was about to set himself on fire when the neighbors rushed to his rescue and overpowered him. Padoria alleged that he had been repeatedly appealed or he had repeatedly appealed to town authorities to clear the area of mice, but the complaints fell on deaf ears. A huge crowd of local residents gathered outside of his home and shouted slogans against the authorities. They alleged that not only Badoria, but many of them had too complained to officials about the problem many times recently, but no action was ever taken. Jolted into action, teams from the police and local municipal office rushed to Badoria's house and assured him of action. The lawyer threatened that if the problem was not resolved soon, he would immolate himself outside of the district collector's office. Jeez. I still am always... I always wonder where you get these stories. (laughs) Is that the end? Oh, that is the end of one. His stories never end well, Granny Rose. I missed something. Did I miss something? No. (laughs) His stories always end like that, Granny. My next story is about a man who drank his wife's blood for three years. Oh, that's kind of gross and disgusting. Is he a vampire? Yes, it is like a vampire movie. A 22-year-old woman in the Damo district of Madhya Pradesh has told the police that her husband drank her blood for the last three years. He, he used to take a syringe and draw blood from my veins, Deepa Ariwar said. He would then empty it into a glass and drink it. For three years, he did this on a regular basis, threatening me of dire consequences if I revealed this to anyone. That's weird. This guy's got issues. A taste of pennies. Yes. Deepa was married to an agricultural laborer by the name of Mahesh Ahiwar in 2007. A few months after the marriage, Mahesh started drawing blood from his wife's veins and consuming it. He said it made him strong and he did not want to stop when Deepa was pregnant. That's not good. Oh, that sounds dangerous. It was baby. Yes, I know. But it was after she gave birth to a son seven months ago that she started protesting. She told the police that she would feel drained and nauseating after the blood extraction. When she resisted, her husband beat her up. Wow, this is very, very sad. Earlier this month, Deepa, with the baby in her arms, escaped to her parents' house. When she narrated the story to her farmer father, he took her to the local police station to register a case against Mahesh. They were then directed to the women counselor section, and the police have now registered a report about this, and proceedings are underway to take action against the man. That's that's serious. That's 
That was so weird. I think those were some of the strangest stories I've ever heard. I, I think they might have trumped my stories. <laughs> I'm so sorry about that. This is real news. The world is a very dangerous place. I should say so. Yeah. You and should my- have heard the dog feces story. Oh, I missed that. I don't like to talk about poop. Well, there's a lot of it on this show. Okay, I have one last story here. It's about the teacher who comes to school drunk and makes the girls dance and the boys sing. A government teacher who went to school drunk asked the boys to sing and the girls to dance. He was finally suspended by the district education officer. The teacher was arrested and placed into judicial, judicial, is that how you say it? Judicial custody. He is a chemistry teacher and... After imparting lessons in the first period, he went to a a nearby bar drinking for 10 minutes and then coming back. Only 10 minutes? That's what it says, 10 minutes. And then he came back, but he he came back to the school and entered the wrong classroom. And then he told the boys of the sixth grade to start singing film songs and the girls to stand on the desks and dance. The boys started singing, but the girls refused to dance. So the teacher pulled a couple of the girls and twisted their arms and forced them to dance. Jeez. Six of the girls' students ran out of the classroom toward the school gate where some parents were waiting. The parents were shocked to hear about the incident. The police have produced this teacher before a local court that sent him to judicial custody. So in the end, everybody is okay now. Everybody that was doing harmful things are now in custody. Okay, that's good to know. And that is all I have for Baba News for this week. What happened to your music? Oh, good timing. I have no more stories. <laughs> well, I have nothing to say as usual. Thank you, Baba. I think. So, all Hi. right. Yeah? I, I don't mean to be rude, because that, that's certainly not my style, but I think those are the most... Shocking stories I've ever heard in my life. Yeah, they're pretty bad. I was kind of speechless. That's how a lot of the stories are. All right, guys. We're, 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 on, we're on the air. <laughs>